The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. There is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, thy faithful people pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 119, verses 97 through 112, and then Psalm 117. Psalm 119, verse 97. Lord, what love have I unto thy law? All the day long is my study in it. Thou, through thy commandments, hath made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than my teachers. For thy testimonies are my study. I am wiser than the aged, because I keep thy commandments. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I may keep thy word. I have not shrunk from thy judgments, for thou teachest me. Oh, how sweet are thy words unto my throat, yea, sweeter than honey unto my mouth. Through thy commandments I get understanding, therefore I hate all evil ways. Thy word is a lantern unto my feet, and a light unto my path. I have sworn and steadfastly proposed to keep thy righteous judgments. I am troubled above measure. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. Let the freewill offerings of my mouth please thee, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is always in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The ungodly have laid a snare for me, but yet I swerve from not thy commandments. Thy testimonies have I claimed as mine heritage forever, and why, they are the very joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill thy statutes always, even unto the end. Psalm 117 O oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. 
for his merciful kindness is ever more and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th verse of the 6th sixth, sixth chapter of the book of Daniel. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve deliver continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his lords, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him. Also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatever was found on him, because he believed in his God. Then King Darius wrote, To all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in the, all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth, who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth verse of the 27th chapter of the book of Acts. Now when much time had been spent, and sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken by Paul. And because the harbor was not suitable to winter in, the majority advised to set sail from there also, if by any means they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, opening toward the southwest and northwest, and winter there. 
When the winds, when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their desire, putting out to sea, they sailed close by Crete. So when the, but not long after, a tempestuous headwind arose, called Euroclidon. So when the ship was caught and could not head into the wind, we let her drive, and running under the shelter of an island called Clauda, we secured the skiff with difficulty. When they had taken it on board, they used cables to undergird the ship, and fearing lest they should run aground on the Syrtis sands, they struck sail and so were driven. And because we were exceedingly temp tempest-tossed, the next day they lightened the ship. On the third day, we threw the ship's tackle overboard with our own hands. Now, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest beat on us, all hope that we would be saved was finally given up. But after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me, and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar, and indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant part in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, whose never-failing providence ordereth all things, both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things and to give us those things which are profitable for us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, 
and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on uh, tonight's lessons. Our, our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Daniel. And Daniel takes place uh, in a time where uh, Israel has been uh, taken and uh, in, in captive uh, to Babylon. And so uh, the people who um, are, are living with Daniel, Daniel himself, um, their heritage is from Israel and they are a strange people in a strange land. Yet um, they're able to um, live in this uncomfortable culture. Uh, this, this is a culture that is predominantly not uh, one that worships uh, God and uh, and and um, the laws are not God's laws. Uh, it's just it's, it's strange in that way. Yet uh, Daniel and a lot of the other uh, Israelites who become the remnant, um, they they are uh, they find a way to be able to worship God uh, and to still draw near to God. Um, and also be a part of the culture they're in, because Daniel um, has found favor with the king. He um, finds himself in in the halls of power, and um, he's a person that the king actually knows by name and actually likes being around, which is uh, absolutely fantastic given the circumstances. And there's not um, a lot of people who are known by name by the president um, or any kind of leader of uh, some kind of, of providence that we live in now, uh, let alone being liked by them. Um, so one thing that characterizes Daniel and uh, something that his enemies pick up on is that Daniel is someone who prays and he prays um, continuously. Uh, it says that he prays three times a day facing Jerusalem and there's a liturgy to his prayer. Uh, and this is this is where we get um, our example to have morning and evening prayer at daily office, a fixed point in the day where we stop and we center on God. And that's what Daniel does, and his enemies see that. And so they kind of trick the, the king into making a law that anyone who uh, asks for petitions or prayers from anyone um, that isn't the king should be thrown in the lion's den. And the king agrees, yeah, it sounds great, whatever, uh, not knowing that Daniel... Um, is you know gets caught up in this and so uh, Daniel who's already being exiled from his homeland uh, is is now being attacked because of uh, his proximity to the king and you know and, and his life of prayer um, sends him to the lion's den and, and so he has no autonomy over himself or where he's going to go and so you know he's in the lion's den we presume that he's praying and an angel of the Lord comes and, and keeps it so that he's able to go the night in the lion's den. And, and one of the things is, is um, because of Daniel's not witness, he doesn't really speak about God. He speaks to God in this situation. Um, but his example to, to the king uh, allows the king to, to kind of see the situation. Oh, there's some power with this God. And uh, it wasn't anything that Daniel said. It was the actions of God through Daniel's prayer that led the king to this uh, this confession of the power and greatness of the king of the God of Israel. And in this way, um, the the Israelites have blessed Babylon, um, and, and it's, it's kind of turned on its head that okay, Israel has been exiled from 
from their land and into Babylon, and you would think that this would be a terrible, horrible thing for Babylon, but uh, in this way, God blesses Babylon too by the presence of his people in this land, and so I think there's some some lesson for us in there that, that even though we may feel like we're not uh, where we want to be in our lives or in our society or in the world, uh, we, you know, and, and it may not even, you know, we, we can still be a blessing to the world. Uh, you don't know how God could work um, through through us um, as long as we, you know, continue that life of prayer and we and we um, seek God faithfully. And a very similar story happens uh, with Saint Paul in his, the the Acts story of him um, on this boat. You know, he he's cautioning um, the people who are taking him to Caesar. Uh, he's saying, hey, maybe we should stop here for the winter. We should we really shouldn't keep going. Um, they make references to the time of year. It's a time of year where it's dangerous to sail, and um, we need to wait out, you know, the year and winter here on on the specific uh, city in Crete. No one listens to him. Um, calamity happens to the whole ship, and um, you know, Paul, who hasn't had any autonomy for a few years now since this riot in Jerusalem, where he has said, "I want to appeal my case to Caesar," he's now being carried along to Rome on this very lengthy trip, and this is uh, one of the final legs of this trip. Um, you know, he, he's being exiled from his land. He's in a, in a place that's not familiar with him. He, you know, the, 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 uh, the elements are not cooperating. They're tossing the sea. Uh, they're tossing this boat along the sea, and um, Paul prays, and, and, and through his prayer, you know, God sends an angel and says, don't fear. Everyone is going to make it safely to their final destinations, and, and um, Paul is able to communicate that to the people on the boat. Again, um, not necessarily preaching about God, but through the actions, through through his rootedness in prayer, God does things for this boat um, because Paul prays. And, and again, this is just another example of how our life of prayer um, and can help others in situations, maybe in a situation we not may not like being in. Just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, it is Wednesday night, so we will pray a litany for the church and evangelism, which you can find by clicking the link in the chat bar and following along. Uh, we offer this litany for the church and evangelism this evening uh, for the prayers and attention intentions of those who are present here via live stream, and to the glory of God, that God may uh, open up new doors and opportunities for mission and ministry within uh, the Diocese of the Holy Trinity and the communities our diocese is working with. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Even in patience and their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May please to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God. It may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures, making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to put into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare, enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we beseech thee with thy gracious favor to behold our universities, colleges, and schools. The knowledge may be increased among us, and all good learning flourish and abound. Bless all who teach and all who learn, and grant that in humility of heart, Never look to thee, who art the fountain of all wisdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy